Yeah. 
church. Great singing this morning. Just sing this prayer to the Lord this morning. You hear me sing it out from your heart. Always by my side 
Just sing that chorus out again, church. I know, just praising the Lord for who he is today. I know who goes before me. I know who stands behind. The God of angel armies is always by my side. The one who reigns forever. He is a friend of mine. The God of angel armies is always by my side. Amen, amen. Great singing this morning, church. Y'all be seated. Well, good morning, everyone. It's so good to see you guys this morning. I'm Barrett, one of the pastors here. And if you're new today, we welcome you. I'm not sure if you came in thinking this was a retail store or a place of worship. But regardless, we hope you enjoy your experience. <laughs> we are so glad to be here in this building this morning. For those of you who are new to ICC, this building here is truly a gift of God. Um, several months ago, St. Jude Offsack came to us and basically said, thanks so much for what you guys are doing in the community. We believe in you, we see what you're doing, and wonder if you'd like this building that we have. And we're like, are you serious? And they said yes. And so we, back in October as a church, said yes to this building, a uh, dollar a year, over the next 10 years. We tried to get it down, but that was the best we could negotiate. <laughs> but um, God has given us this building, and we're going to be meeting after church today. You'll hear about that later. Those of us who are regularly involved here as a member and, and regular tender will be talking about how we're going to move forward. But in the next months, we will begin to see a transformation in this place to make it a permanent home for us in this community for worship, for service, for telling other people about Jesus, and we're so thankful for that. Are you excited about that? Okay. It actually looks so clean this morning that we wondered if we should just keep it like this, but we decided not to. Anyway, we're so glad you're here. Today is going to be a little bit different for us and uh, in a good way. This morning, as some of you know, we've been in a series called Hope City. You see the, the boards that we, we brought over from the other location just for this day. Uh, but we have been in this series, Hope City, and we've been talking about the renewal that God desires to bring in our community when people turn back to him and life becomes as it should be. The renewal that God desires to bring in each of us individually when we give ourselves to him in a, in a real way, in a fresh way, and allow God to be God in us. When we return to the people that he designed us to be, that's the way we were created. And so we've been talking together about this renewal as we've been going through the book of Nehemiah. And last week we got to a portion of scripture where we looked at how Nehemiah just gave himself to the Lord. We talked about for months and months, Nehemiah on end was on his face before the Lord, worshiping and praying, calling out to God, declaring his glory, claiming his promises and allowing God to do a work in him. We had planned to move on today, but this week we felt really impressed that we shouldn't move on yet. Because honestly, this is not just a series that we just blow through. This is a real experience that we believe God wants us all to have. And so this morning, what we're going to do is we're going to spend time with God, just like Nehemiah did. We're going to spend the whole next hour together just praying, worshiping, spending time in Scripture together, leaving space for us to talk to God and for the Holy Spirit to talk to us. This is going to be a time for you to spend time with God. This is going to be a time for us to spend time with God. 
We want this morning to be a morning of worship for you. I'm not going to be teaching as I normally teach, and some of you guys might be excited, some of you may not. Don't tell me, unless you are excited. But um, we are, I am going to be leading, and our praise team is going to be leading. Don't worry about us so much. We want this morning for you to spend time with God. We believe that if we are serious about allowing God to be God in our life and in our hearts, that we will see the renewal that we so desire. But it has to begin within us. And so I'm asking you this morning to allow God to bring his renewal into your heart today. We're going to begin with a time of praise and adoration of God. And so if you'll just get in a position where you can hear God's word, Michelle is going to be leading with me this morning. And... Um, we just want you to spend time with God this morning. So get in a position where you can just reflect on the holiness of God, on the greatness and the glory of God, and get in a position where you can hear God speak. Let me pray for us, and then we'll begin our time of worship together today. Lord God, we love you so much, and we're here today, Lord, to worship you. As a church, we're coming together just to say, Lord, that we are yours. God, we are dependent in this next hour for the Holy Spirit to do work in our life. I pray, Lord, that you would begin working in hearts all across this room, that this wouldn't be just an hour that we sit and go home, but, Lord, this would be an hour that we are ready, we are anxious, we are anticipating, we are expecting, we are asking, God, for you to renew our hearts, for you to show us who you are, show us who we are, and change us, God, for your glory. Amen. Psalm 100. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, bless his name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever, and his faithfulness to all generations. Revelation chapter 4, verses 1 to 11. A picture of heaven. After this I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice, which I had heard speaking to me like a trumpet, said, Come up here. And I will show you what is to take place after this. At once I was in the spirit. And behold, a throne stood in heaven with one seated on the throne. And he who sat there had the appearance of Jasper and Carnelian. And around the throne was a rainbow that had the appearance of an emerald. Around the throne were 24 thrones. And seated on the thrones were 24 elders clothed in white garments with golden crowns on their heads. From the throne came flashes of lightning and rumblings and peals of thunder. And before the throne were burning seven torches of fire, which are the seven spirits of God. And before the throne there was a sea of glass like crystal. And around the throne, on each side of it, were four living creatures full of, full of eyes, front and behind the first living creature was like a lion, the second was like an ox, the third like the face of a man, and the fourth like an eagle in flight. And the four living creatures, each of them with six wings, are full of eyes all around and within, and day and night, they never cease to say, 
holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and who is and who is to come. And whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who is seated on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who is seated on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They cast their crowns before the throne saying, worthy are you, our Lord and our God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things and by your will, they existed and were created. Romans 11, 33 through 36. Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgment and how inscrutable his ways. For who has known the mind of the Lord or who has been his counselor? Or who has given him a gift that he might be repaid? For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen. Psalm 96, verse 1 through 4. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord and bless his name. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the peoples. For great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. Take time right now, church, to praise God in your own way. And I encourage some of you, any of you, to lift up your voice. Speak it out loud so everyone can hear. Praise God for who he is. Praise him for what he's done. In your own heart, in your own way, praise the Lord this morning. Call out his names. Call out what he's done. Call out who he is. Call out what he's done in your life. Take time for praise right now in your own heart. Speak it out loud, whatever you're led to. Come, let's sing to the Lord, for he is a great
is the Lord God Almighty. Who was, who is, who is to come. Thank you, Lord. Worthy are you, God, to receive power and glory and strength and blessing forever. Lord, we come today with a heart of worship, God. You are great, God. We come worshiping you, God. Worshiping you, God. Our whole life is to worship you, God. Help us to know that we are not, but you are. Our minds were created to know you. Our hearts were created to feel you. Our bodies were created, Lord, to serve you. We are yours, God. Help us see you, God. Help us give glory to you, God. You're the only God. Help us to sing to you, Father. Help us to come into your presence with thanksgiving and to your courts with praise. God, you're great. Thank you, God, for your faithfulness. We worship you today. Church, just continue in that spirit of prayer. Just lift up this verse. Take this offering. Well, take this offering that I bring. Humbly I fall on my knees to proclaim your everything. My life's nothing without you. Take my hand and lead me through. You are my sustaining love. I live to worship you. Live to worship you. Sing that again. I live to worship you, Lord. y'all continue to stand just as we continue to sing. Go ahead. Just stand. As we just continue to praise this morning. Just sing that verse again. Take this offering. 
just lift it up as a prayer to your Lord this morning. The offering of your heart, the offering of your life, the offering of your all. Church of God, just sing it. We're not ashamed of you. Yes, we're not ashamed of you. We're not ashamed of you. No, sing that again. We're not ashamed. And we're not ashamed of you. No, we're not ashamed of you. Yes, we're not ashamed of you. Whoa, I'm gonna worship you. Worship you forever. I'm gonna worship you, Lord, and I'm gonna worship you forever. I'm gonna sing it out, church. I'm gonna worship it. I'm gonna worship you forever. I'm gonna worship you, Lord. Yes, I'm gonna worship you. Come on, church, lift your voice. I'm gonna worship you, Lord, and I'm gonna worship you forever. I'm gonna. Yes, I'm gonna worship you forever. I'm gonna worship you. I'm gonna worship you forever. I'm gonna worship you, Lord. And I'm gonna worship you forever. I'm gonna worship you. Here I am. 
course, you got to hear I am. And here I am, I'm worshiping you. With all I am, I'm worshiping you. Yes, I'm bowing down in spirit and truth. With lifted hands, I'm worshiping prayer church y'all be seated I want to continue in worship we come this morning as broken people we come not as people that have something to give to God but we come because God has something to give to us I know in, in our church today because I know myself and I know you that there are a lot of needs represented in this room this morning. There are some of us who come in today and we face challenges around us that we never thought we'd be facing at this point in our life. Perhaps it's adversity with job, perhaps it's insecurity with money, perhaps it's confusion about who we are and our very identity. Perhaps this morning you're in a relationship struggle and things are tough and you've been broken. Perhaps this morning you're waiting a decision about something that you don't know what it's going to be. And you're hoping in the Lord this morning. Perhaps you're here to, I don't know what is going on in your life today, but I know this, that you're a broken person. And I'm a broken person. And there's no person in this room that's better than anyone else. We are all broken and needy before God. And I need you to know that. This morning, we are all in the same position, broken, helpless, and needy before God. I want you to be honest with where you are this morning. I want you to be honest about what struggles you're facing and what anxieties you feel and what is pressing in on your life that you feel like you can't bear on your own. And I just want to tell you this morning that the Lord is here. And the Lord doesn't want you to carry all of that brokenness on your own. He doesn't want you to struggle on your own. He's actually made himself available for you this morning with your particular need right here today with your brokenness and your struggle. He knows you this morning and your heart. He knows exactly what you're going through. And he is here. And his spirit is working. We're gonna spend the next few minutes, I want you to just get in a position where you can close your eyes. Where you can, maybe you just need to, to just put your head down in between your knees and in a position where it's just you and God. And we're gonna call out this morning some names of God. These are not names of God that we've ascribed to him. These are names of God that he said, this is who I am. And if you know me, if you open yourself up to me, this is who I wanna be in your life. Let me tell you when hope comes. Hope comes when you're honest enough to bring your struggles to God and you believe him for who he says he is and allow him to be God in you. <laughs> 
Listen this morning. Allow the Spirit of God to minister to where you are. Get in a position where you can hear from Him, where it's just you and Him. Spend some time in worship. Jehovah Shema, the Lord is there. In the places of brokenness, in the places of pain, in the places of uncertainty, in the places of hopefulness, in the places of joy. He promises to meet you there. And the Lord is good for his promises. Jehovah Shema. Jehovah-Rohi, the Lord is our shepherd. God says that he is like a shepherd to his sheep, one who knows his sheep, one who cares for his sheep, one who protects his sheep, one who provides for his sheep, one who leads his sheep. The Lord is my shepherd, Jehovah-Rohi, I shall not want. Spend some time with God, jehovah Rohi, the Lord, our shepherd. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. In our emotional brokenness, in our spiritual hurts, in the pain that we feel in our physical bodies, the Lord promises to be our healer. He promises that he will not leave us alone. He promises that he will not let us hurt forever. The Lord is near and the Lord wants to heal us. Will we let him? Jehovah Rapha. The Lord says that he is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who provides. God is a providing God. He always has been, he is today, and he always will be. God provides. Everything in the earth is the Lord's. He knows what you need, and he's ready to meet your need. He says in his word, that he will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Jehovah Jireh, 
is here this morning. Meet with him, the Lord who provides. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord is our peace. Why are you anxious, O oh my soul? The Lord has promised to be near to you and to give you peace. He has already done what is required to make us complete, to make us whole, to give us an end to the restlessness of our souls. The Lord is peace. Jehovah Shalom. Sing that again, church. depths of your heart. Here I am. And here I am. I'm worshiping Oh, we 
of surrender to the Lord today. Just raise your hands. Oh, and just declare this again. Just declare, I'm going to worship you, me, Lord. I'm going to worship you forever because I am yours. And you promised that you were going to prepare a place for me, Lord. And I know if you prepare a place for me, that you will come again for me, Lord. I'm going to worship you. I'm going to worship you forever. I'm going to worship you, Lord. Yes, I'm gonna worship you forever. I'm gonna worship you, Lord. And I'm gonna worship you forever. I'm gonna worship you. Yes, I'm gonna sing it out, church. Oh, just from the depths of your heart, sing it out. I'm gonna worship you, Lord. And I'm gonna worship you forever. I'm gonna worship you. Yes, I'm gonna worship you forever. I'm gonna worship you, yes, and I'm gonna worship you forever. I'm gonna worship you, Lord. I'm gonna worship you forever. I'm gonna worship you, full of your glory. We have seen the glory of the Lord this morning. We've seen how he provides. We've seen who he is. One thing I know this morning, it's the pattern of scripture and it's the pattern of my own life, is that often when we see who the Lord is, we recognize more and more of who we are. Like the prophet Isaiah who saw the Lord that year that King Uzziah had died. He was high and lifted up on the throne. He saw the Lord for who he was. The whole train filled the temple and he got a glimpse of who truly God was. The first thing he did was fall on his face and he says, woe is me, for I am lost. I'm a man of unclean lips and I dwell amongst a people of unclean lips. Often what happens when we see the Lord as who he is and we understand his glory is that we realize more of who we are and who we are as broken people. People who, if we're honest, today, 
this past week, this past month, this past year, the pattern of our life has been that here the Lord is offering himself to us and yet we turn away to a million other things outside of God to find satisfaction, to find our identity, to find self-worth, to find approval, to find joy, to find peace, to find hope. We have turned to a million other things besides God. And that is what the Bible describes as sin. That sin is a yucky thing in our life. It's a yucky thing in our heart. And we know it this morning. We know the areas that we struggle. We know the areas that we've sinned. We know the areas where God hasn't been our fullest passion. He hasn't been our first thought. He hasn't been our deepest motivation. And he hasn't been our greatest hope. We know those areas today. And I've got wonderful news for you. It's not news from Barrett, but it's news from God. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, that if we confess our sin, if we will confess our sin, agree with God that that is yucky, it's gross, and it separates us from him and who he is, it keeps him out of our life. If we confess that, call it out, that he is faithful and just to forgive our sin. And to cleanse us, wash us thoroughly, to scrub us deep. He's faithful to cleanse us from all of our unrighteousness. This morning, I, want, I don't want you to miss out on the blessing of confession. On the blessing of forgiveness. On the blessing of a cleansing this morning from the sin in your life. We're going to listen now to the words of David in Psalm 51 as he dealt honestly with God about who he was in light of who God is. And we're going to spend time dealing honestly with God after that today. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin, for I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you only, have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. Against you and you only, I have sinned, so that you may be justified in your words and blameless in your judgment. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, you delight in truth in the inward being, and you teach me wisdom in the secret part. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have broken rejoice. Hide your face from my sins, and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take me... Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners will return to you. Deliver me from blood guiltness, O God, O God of my salvation. And my tongue will sing aloud of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise. For you will not delight in sacrifice or I would give it. You would not be pleased with a burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. 
Do good to Zion in your good pleasure. Build up the walls of Jerusalem. Then will you delight in the right sacrifices and burnt offerings and whole burnt offerings. Then bulls will be offered to your altar. The most important thing that you can do today is to get in right relationship with God. To acknowledge your sin as it is. He already knows it's sin. He already knows it's standing in the way. Will you confess it? Will you agree with God this morning? Let me tell you, the hope of our life is not that you will ever be good enough, but that God is a forgiving God. There is no sin, let me say this, no sin in your life right now that God cannot and will not forgive by the blood of Jesus Christ if you ask him. There is no sin. There is nothing any longer that stands in the way except your acknowledgement and your receiving of his forgiveness and cleansing. Jesus has paid it all. He has done what we could not do. He stands ready to forgive if you will confess your sin. He is faithful and just to forgive your sin this morning, to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. I'm a sinner. Barrett Bowden is a sinner, and you are too. Spend some time this morning confessing your sin before the Lord. Spend some time asking him to forgive you and to cleanse you. And I don't mean in a, in a general way, I mean a specific way. Spend some time confessing specific sin this morning. Allow God, by his spirit and grace, to cleanse you through the blood of Jesus. Spend some time now, church, as you need. Bible says that we should love the Lord our God with all of our heart, with all of our mind, with all of our strength. Confess today how you have not loved him with all of your heart. How is your heart latched onto things apart from God? Confess this morning how you have not loved God with all of your mind. How, has, how have your thoughts drifted from the Lord? What impurities are there that you need to confess and allow him to cleanse? Confess this morning how you have not loved God with all of your body, with all of your strength. Confess the actions that you have taken in your body that have 
resulted in disobedience and sin. Confess those. Tell God you're sorry. Ask him to cleanse you. A broken and contrite heart, oh God, you will not despise. sins this morning related to the community around us. God has desired us to be a church that would be a light on the hill. God has desired you to be a witness for him in your workplace, in your home, in this community. Confess this morning that we have fallen short of what God desires. Name specific things that you know he wants you to do that you haven't done. Grace is here this morning. Allow him to cleanse us and to restore us to forgive us. Confession leads us to a wonderful place. It leads us to the cross. We celebrate the cross of Jesus this morning because it's on the cross of Jesus that forgiveness was made available, that hope was made possible, that joy could come into our life again. It was on the cross that cleansing was opened up for you and for me. It is by his wounds that we have been healed. We're going to take some time this morning to celebrate the cross of Jesus Christ, his love for us, his love for you, his mercy and grace that's made available through his blood and his body, broken and shed for us. 1 John 4, 9 through 10. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. And this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. For God so loved the world that he gave. He gave his one and only son that whosoever, that includes you, that whosoever would believe in him might not perish and die eternally, but have life everlasting. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 21. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. According to the riches of the glory of God, may you be strengthened in your spirit to understand this, that Christ can dwell in your heart through faith. This is Ephesians 3, 16 and 19. 
that you, being rooted and grounded in love, might understand what is the width, what is the height, what is the breadth of the love of God, that you might understand this love, that you might receive this love that surpasses knowledge, that you could be filled with the fullness of God. Hebrews 4, 14 through 16. Since then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast to our confession, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, Thank you, God. but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Lord Jesus, we're here today to celebrate you. Jesus, it is by your blood that forgiveness comes. It is by your wounds, those pierces in your side, that beating that you took, the wrath of God that you absorbed. Jesus, it is by you that we're forgiven and you are our savior. You're the savior God of all who will believe. You're the savior of me, God. You're the savior of the world. You are able, God, to forgive. You're able to cleanse us because it was you who died. Who is to condemn? It is God who justifies. Who will come against us? It is Christ Jesus who died. And more than that is sitting at the right hand of God, interceding for us. Who can separate us from the love of God? Will anything, will death, will angels, will principalities, will demons? No. No one will separate us from the love of God. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. It is Christ who died. If you are for us, who can be against us? Jesus, we celebrate you this morning because it is through your life, it is through your willing death and sacrifice for the forgiveness of our sins, and it's from your resurrection from the day grave that we have hope. Our whole identity, God, is wrapped up in you, Jesus. I pray this morning all across this room that every heart will know how freely the blood flowed for them, how much you love them, God. You love every person here, everyone. There is nothing, God, that can separate us from your love. But Lord, you tell us that this forgiveness is only available through faith. We must believe you, God. You say in your word that if we will confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus died and was raised from the dead, then we will be saved. It is by our faith. It is by our faith in you, Jesus, that we're united with your righteousness, that your grace becomes ours. And we know, God, this is a gift. It is by grace that we have been saved, not of ourselves, not anything that we've done. It is a gift of you to be received by faith. Church, this morning, I want you to celebrate the grace of Jesus. Take time to celebrate Jesus, to say thank you for his love, to say thank you for his grace, to believe in him afresh. And maybe for you the first time today, to put your hope in him because you heard that he loves you and he's available to you. Spend time celebrating God's love today in Jesus.
There's communion available for you here. We're going to be up here. Communion symbolizes God's son, Jesus, whose body was broken and whose blood was poured out. He said when we take communion that we do this in remembrance of him, we proclaim his death and we proclaim the hope that we have of his return for us, his church. As we take communion, that body and bread goes, that body, the bread, and that blood, the juice, goes into us as a symbol that we are united with Christ, that we feed off of him, that our only hope is by his blood and by his body. When you're ready this morning, you've taken time to worship, come and receive communion. This is his body and blood, broken or spilled out. Lost and insecure, still mercy for my attention. You were waiting at the door, and I let you in. Changing your life from my offenses, from my redemption, you carried over the bleed, breaking the curse of our condition, perfection took. nothing that could take this love away. My only desire, my sole ambition, Lord, is to love you just the same.
Continue that chorus, just let it resound in this place so holy. alone my hope is found he's my light my strength my song this cornerstone this solid ground firm through the fiercest drought and storm what heights of love what depths of peace when fears are still Striving seas, my comforter, my all in all. Here in the love of Christ, I'll stand. In Christ alone, who took on flesh, oh, fullness of God in Him. 
this babe, this gift of love and righteousness, oh, sworn by the ones he came to save, till on that cross where Jesus died, the wrath of God was satisfied for every sin. On him was named, here in the death of Christ, I live. They're in the ground. Just lift it up. They're in the ground. His body lay, oh, light of the world by darkness slain. Then burst in forth in glorious day. Precious blood of Christ, no guilt in life, no fear in death, though this is the power of Christ in me, from life's first cry to final breath, Jesus commands my destiny, no power of hell, no scheme of man. Till he returns or calls me home, here in the power of Christ I'll stand. Till he returns or calls us home, here in the power of Christ I'll stand. Yes, till he returns or calls us home. Here in the power of Christ, I'll stand. What an awesome day of worship together. Amen. If I could, if uh, two or three of you, we're going to just close our time out uh, when I'm in prayer before we have our offering and announcements. But if I could just ask two or three of you who'd be willing to lift up a prayer for our church, for our community, for our city, that God would allow us to be the church that he wants us to be in this community. If y'all just pray as you feel led, out loud, two or three of you, and I'll close this out.
God, thank you for this church. Lord, we know that you desire renewal in this city. Lord, we believe it so much. Lord, all around us, there are people who need to know you, to need to experience your love, God, to understand your grace. And God, when our city returns to you, Lord, we know that our city will be the city, Lord, you desire it to be. God, we know that that change begins with us personally and as a church. And Lord, we're just praying with all of our heart, with all of our heart today. God, we are praying that you would use us, the people here in this room, God, to be your ambassadors. God, you say in your word, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, that we are your ambassadors. We are the ambassadors of Christ. Just as an ambassador for the U.S. goes to another place to to represent, Lord, we are now representatives of you here. And our message is simple, God. You say that our message is be reconciled to God. We get to go out of this place and tell people that they can come back to God, Lord. That's good news. And we thank you that we get to be the bearers of that good news. Make us the church, Lord, you want us to be. Make us the people you want us to be, Lord. And we pray, God, we pray that you would bring the renewal that is so heavy on our hearts. Thank you, God, that you're a God of this city. We pray this in Jesus' name. You're the God of this city, you're the king of these people, you're the Lord of this nation, you are, you're the light in this darkness, you're the hope to the hopeless, you're the peace to the restless, you are, there's no, oh, there is no one like God.
greater things have yet to come and greater things are still to be done in this city where glory shines where glory shines in hearts of life with praise to you and love for you in this city Church, just close your eyes with me just for one second. Oh, and just pray to our God just to give you great dreams, to give you great inspiration for what he's desiring to do in this city. For we know that we serve a God, oh, who is capable and who is able, who desires for us to dream those greater things, oh, that he knows he that we know he can accomplish. Just ask God to give you a vision now just of all that he desires to do.